0: Welcome, you're listening to Minorities Be Heard with Glorica Cortez, where we'll be hearing stories of struggles, joy, and unique experiences minorities go through. This is where we'll make your voice heard.
1: Hello, welcome back. I am here with Key Cortez. <laughs> I'm here with Kay Cortez.
0: What's up, girl? How you doing?
1: I'm good, I'm good. This is my best friend. He is a YouTuber, and he's an actor, a writer he edits he films he does everything basically that has to do with the entertainment industry which he will talk about and he's going to talk about some of the struggles that he has gone through in his career and his life um, when it comes to the minority groups that he fits into so what is going to be your topic for today
0: i'm just going to be talking about the acting and entertainment industry. Well, I I do have a lot of minorities that I kind of belong to. I am Latino, and I am introverted. Not just introverted, but very introverted. (laughs) We don't have to go in that deep. But yeah, I'm pretty introverted. Uh, I also want to be an actor. I want to write movies. I want to act in movies. I want to direct movies and TV shows and all that stuff. But It's very hard belonging to those other minorities. Like already, if you want to be an actor, 95% of actors are unemployed. Well, not unemployed, but they're not making a living acting. So only like 5% of actors make a living acting. Mm. And so on top of that, I am... very introverted and in that business you have to be very well connected you have pretty much all about connections even if you're not great at acting if you have good connections you can make it but i am an introvert i'm very shy i am not good at talking with people so that's one thing the other thing is that i am latino a lot of latinos either get typecasted as a latino so you only get a role if they're looking for a latino or they just don't want you at all. Usually, especially if you have an accent, maybe you can get away with it if you don't have an accent and you don't look so Latino, but uh, my face is pretty Latino, and obviously I have an accent.
1: You do? okay okay and so latino and introverted are the two major ones in the entertainment industry yeah what do you think is like aside from like the typecasting what do you think it's the hardest thing that you've found being in those minority groups
0: well introverted the introverted affects me because Like I said, you need to be connected, you need to talk to people, you need to be liked by people. Sometimes it's not so much about the talent as much as it is people wanting you to be there. And for people to want you to be there, sometimes when you're introverted, people assume that you're either rude. Even if you're not rude, they might not want you there just because... You make them uncomfortable just because you're there silent not saying anything and the Latino part well that's just because a lot of people just want to cast the most relatable type of person which Hollywood tends to go for the white heterosexual male. Another example I have is that I've gone to audition for a number of roles and then with some of them I actually get to see the finished product what they've done and sometimes it's like uh, not to toot my own horn, as the people say, <laughs> but um, I see the final product and is this person who is not doing as good of a job as I did even in the audition. And so it's like, it's a white person, a tall white person. And so the only the only reason I could see that they casted this person is either because they're just really, really good friends or because... They're white and I'm not. And so it's like, at that point, it doesn't matter how talented you are, people are still gonna choose somebody based on other things.
1: Yeah, their own qualities.
0: Yeah. So that sucks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What do you think is something good about being introverted in the entertainment industry?
0: Well, not there's not much good in it for acting, but...
1: <laughs> it's unfortunate. <laughs> but but for,
0: for writing, it's good because I could spend okay. hours and hours and hours just writing, being by myself, just in my own thoughts, not needing a lot of interaction with people to be recharged. So I could literally just spend days and days and days and days just writing I didn't have to do anything else so that's good and I made a goal that I because this year was very hard I wasn't able to accomplish but I started off very well just writing one script (laughs) every month so I was doing that very well as I wrote (laughs) <laughs> I, st- I started off very good. I wrote an experimental movie. I wrote a sitcom that is very diverse. With There's a character in there that's asexual. There's black characters, there's an asian character there's obviously a latino in there i think there's only one white person in it well at least from the main characters and well there's two but one of the white person people one of the white people yeah people uh, yeah i'm a writer <laughs> 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 and one of the white people well i don't know if i want to spoil it but it's kind of in the closet and the other white person is an old person so it's also kind of like this sort of minority it's a very diverse mm-hmm. group and the third thing I wrote is a horror movie and I was in the middle of writing another series which is about serial killer kind of the way I think about it is like Breaking Bad but instead of it being about the drug world it's about this guy that turns into a serial killer
1: hmm, that's interesting so going back jokes aside like you said that there's probably not a lot of things that are good at about being introverted but i feel like there probably are for example as an introvert because you don't socialize as much you probably wouldn't be involved in like drama and all that stuff or like in media if you were an actor i feel like your life wouldn't be as chaotic
0: i've always been interested in it though like since i was five and i wasn't always as i don't know if i wouldn't say as introverted i don't know at what point in your life you're an introvert or if you're always one thing or if you change but when i was much younger i was more outgoing so and i was still very interested in acting i think either way either way i would have always been pursuing this but the other thing is that yeah I just when you were talking I did find one thing that's good for acting and being introverted and it's that when you're quiet and you're just silent in the corner of a room you get to observe everybody and so you get to see how different people act how they talk how they move when they talk what they talk about their facial expressions you can use all that when you're acting to create a character Mm, so I think that's a good one
1: And there are quite a few introverted actors that are that are really successful as well, right?
0: There are a lot of them, yeah. Jim. Sorry, I got distracted. (laughs) (laughs) Girl. Jim Carrey is introverted, but see, the thing is that a lot of the introverted introverted actors, you don't know that they're introverted because they're not either they're not extremely introverted or they're outgoing introverts because you can you can be an outgoing introvert Mm -hmm. but I'm not I'm not very shy very almost anti-social
1: but the Latino stuff I feel like, I guess it is harder to change, especially if you have an accent, but the good thing about it now is that because the people are trying to be more diverse, it means that there's more roles that are probably going to be available. Yeah, it's starting
0: to change. There's a wave coming up where if you're Latino, you're starting to get a lot more opportunities, but even it's harder here that we live in Edmonton. Yeah. Because you would think, oh, because there's not as many actors or maybe the wave gets to the smaller places first. But that's not true because what I found is that people who are doing these small movies, they're not actually trying to experiment so much. They're trying to emulate what Hollywood is doing. Mm -hmm. And so it's like they're trying to have this smaller budget, but emulating the big movies, and in trying to do that, they they do all that casting that Hollywood's known for, just casting the white male to be the lead, the cute white girl to be the opposite of the lead, and stuff like but it is changing, there is a wave, and a lot of Latinos are getting a lot of opportunities now, and even if you have an accent now, it's not as big as, as a problem as it was maybe even two years ago, so it's been changing a lot, but I, ha- I, have, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I have actually a very good example of one time where I was like, it was confirmed very well my worries that because I'm a Latino, I'm not getting roles because I went in for this thing that was sort of like a, tutorial thing for a school, like where they cast me because they were looking for somebody who spoke Spanish. And when I got there, I never messed up. I did my lines 100%. Uh, I don't think I messed up once and they were very happy with me. And they were like, oh my gosh, you're the most prepared actor we've ever had. You're amazing, we love you. And at the end, <laughs> and at the end of the shoot, they said, oh, uh, this is like the best experience we've had with an actor. Mm. But he finished that with saying, I wish we had more projects in Spanish. If mm. we ever have more projects in Spanish, we'll call you. And it's not like, oh, you're so good at your job. You're the most prepared actor that we've ever had. Any project we have, we'll keep you in mind. No, it was, if we have something in Spanish, we'll call you. And that was like, Damn, maybe, like <laughs> maybe four or five years ago and they never called back.
1: Oh,
0: wow. So, yeah.
1: Wow, that's pretty like direct <laughs> too. <laughs> It's
0: like, it's weird because it's like this degree of racism that isn't quite the racism you're used to. Because you're used to thinking of racism like hatred, Mm -hmm. like somebody hates you because you're Latino. But this was the sort of racism that wasn't rooted in hate. It was just rooted in feeling that because you're Latino, you're worth less. You're not worth as much. In this market, so we cannot market you because you're not worth as much as somebody who has a. Well, I was gonna say a whiter skin, but I'm pretty, pretty pale. <laughs> well,
1: depending on where you were born, that's the yeah. privilege that you get. That's very unfortunate and unfair.
0: <laughs> yeah. But that's how it is.
1: Do you think that things are gonna change like extremely in the next five years or they're gonna continue to like slowly change?
0: No, I think we're having like I said, it's a it's a wave and it's a very, very big wave. I think it started in the music industry. Yeah, yeah. And it's moving into the acting now and That's exciting like, man. Yeah, right? it's good. I think part of it was the globalization of the internet, especially youtube Mm -hmm. because then people were exposed to people from all over the world and it it showed that people no matter what race they are they're going to latch onto somebody because they relate to them as a person Mm -hmm. and not because of their race like somebody could relate to somebody from africa or from from asia who's like from the united states just because they relate to them as a human being and not because they look like
1: them Okay. And speaking of YouTube, is the is it a little bit different in the YouTube world since you're a YouTuber yourself? Is it different there than it is, for example, in Hollywood? Or is it becoming like the same thing?
0: Well, it is different in what I what I was saying, but there's still that stigma. There's there's still like a lot of people that do make it there, but for example, uh, I did YouTube for 2 or 3 years in English, just in English. And I was doing pretty well and most of my audience was people who didn't speak any Spanish. And so that's good, like people who who hear my accent just gravitate towards me because of who I am and my weird sense of humor, my craziness. And so that was very refreshing because, yeah, there is an audience for you even if you have an accent, even if you are Latino or whatever. But when I started to make videos in Spanish, there was this very clear difference of the audience that it just felt more welcoming, like you, you fe- felt less like an outsider. So I did YouTube for, like I said, for about three years, just in English. And when I started making videos in Spanish, it was like maybe three or five months. I was already more popular in Spanish, in the Spanish channel.
1: Hmm. Wow, what do you think that like means?
0: Well I don't know cause I was actually, <laughs> I was actually worried about making videos in Spanish. I wasn't sure if I was funny in Spanish because <laughs> sometimes I thought okay yeah people like me but maybe they they're laughing more because of my accent And made
1: laughing more at you yeah, than with more you more
0: like because of how I say things and more than because of the actual jokes mm-hmm. but then when I started making videos in Spanish I realized, oh, okay, there's actually something there with my jokes there's actually something that people find funny about what I'm saying not how I'm saying it but yeah, it's, uh, it's been weird but I did find a lot of popularity in English when I had this little viral video that was a gaming video playing Flappy Bird And that, again, was a lot of just people who didn't speak Spanish. So, again, it showed me that there is an audience out there of Mm -hmm. English speakers that don't care about my accent or how I look like. But then YouTube (laughs) deleted that channel, so I (laughs) couldn't go.
1: Okay. Well, maybe you were able to talk to the people out there that see things differently and that maybe don't watch you or hire you because you're introverted or because you're latino what's something that you would want to say to them or or a tip to somebody that is also in the same position as you what do you think would help them get through it or help them maybe stand out more like what have you done to help yourself despite that you're getting you know separated because of these things
0: well what i felt like i had to do was just create my own stuff that's why i did YouTube because people other people that were creating things weren't inviting me or letting me into their projects so mm-hmm. I felt like I had to create my own stuff so that people could see what I can do and so that people could see that there are people who want to watch what I do or what I'm in and so I think that's the best advice I could give anyone even if you're not a minority even if you're not Latino and also short because that's another thing <laughs> if I was a little bit taller I would also be having a little bit of an easier job getting roles because usually people want taller people it's all changing but you know, it's a slow process but the wave of latinos is helping but yeah just create your own projects just to show what you have to give in terms of acting or writing that's the best thing you can do just create your own thing
1: okay well thank you that's it girl <laughs> that's all i got okay well thank you so much
0: (laughs) well I have a lot to say but this is the end of me today well not the end of me but the end of (laughs) what I have to say for today in this podcast if you wanna see more of what I do what I say a little bit more of craziness cause I wasn't particularly funny in this podcast you can find me in my channels pretty much everywhere just K Cortez just K K O R T E Z. I think in the United States, they call it Z. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, K Cortez. Even com. but that's, it, in that page, it says like, coming soon, and it said coming soon for like three years. <laughs> <laughs> but it will come soon enough.
1: <laughs> okay, well, thank you very much. And that was K Cortez.